This episode is brought to you by the Shepherd the Flock Pastor and Elder Retreat happening September 24th and 25th at Renovation Church in Syracuse, New York. Head on over to renovation315.org for more information or stay tuned. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast focusing on Reformed Baptist and Jesus from a Reformed Baptist perspective. I don't know how the actual intro goes. If I don't have a script, Steve, I don't know how it goes. So I'm Jimmy Fowler, Executive Pastor at Redeemer Fellowship, and Joe still has the co- Jovid. He still has the <laughs> Jovid. And he's, but yeah, I, just a quick update, everyone. He is doing better. Uh, I talked with him. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday, and I talked with him uh, yesterday, maybe the day before. No, it was yesterday. And he definitely sounds better. And he feels like he's at about ninety percent, you know. Uh, but uh, still, you know, got got a couple things working out, and hopefully soon he'll be back. But for this week, we've got another special guest co-host. Y'all have heard us talk about him. He is famous. He's infamous. He's the wind beneath my wings. Stop it. He is the sparkle in my eye. And right now we're locking eyes. And it's... (laughs) I love that you looked away. (laughs) It got so awkward for you right there. I'm the smile in your microphone. You're the smile. Because that's what you have to do. Yeah, into the mic. Into the mic, Steve. Uh, I'm too far away. Yeah, you're too far. Into the mic, Steve. Okay, into the mic. Into the mic. It's, I'm getting closer to Joe's COVID by getting into the mic. <laughs> so, it's Steve McCoy. Welcome to the podcast, Steve McCoy. I am glad to be here. Finally, and we're actually going to let you, like, you know, talk. Yeah, this is the one episode I don't want to talk on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I could have picked so many other things. Joe, or not Joe. Hell. Well, Joe as well, but, like, like Steve is such a baby. <laughs> Steve is such a baby. Such a baby. <laughs> Steve is such a baby. That like, you know, all this time is like, when are you guys going to have me on? When are you going to have yeah. me on? And then I'm like, hey, Steve, I need you to co-host with me. He's like, oh. <laughs> 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 so, Steve, honestly, for, for Steve McCoy out there that's listening, can you explain? <laughs> <laughs> can you let our people know who you are? And actually, you know what? The, the relationships that we have. Like how, you know. Yeah. The relationships that we have. Yeah. Uh, I'm Steve McCoy. I'm a member of Redeemer Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a pastor for uh, quite uh, many years. Many years. In Woodstock, Illinois. Incredibly and, uh, gifted. Yeah, incredibly. Incredibly. Just so gifted. Um, <laughs> uh, and I'm Steve. Yeah, I am married to Molly and have four kids and just married off uh, my daughter. Yeah. And well, my, I, I got my, to. I did it. Yes, Jimmy did it. I did. And it. Joe bailed. He wow. was like, he was like, oh, I don't want to do this wedding. Who can I breathe the air from? You know, <laughs> how can I? I'm gonna go into a room full of people and huff it down. So uh, yeah, Jimmy just um, did a beautiful job. Oh, thanks, I'm very, very grateful for that. It's easy when you have a script. <laughs> <laughs> Though, as we know, sometimes people reading is horrible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But it was not. It was not like. Thanks. That I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's keep talking about you. What? Oh yeah, you know what? Let's let's yeah. circle back to me I, right now. I somehow came all the way back to like Jimmy is the focus of the whole. <laughs> and, yeah, Jimmy's already talking about renaming the podcast now that Joe's been gone for so long. What? Yeah. What? 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 what well, let everybody know. What was I going to name it? It's the McFoe. The McFoe. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Why do you get top billing? 
I, because it, the Mick goes before everything. It's like McDonald's, the, like McNuggets, McChicken. It's the, uh, the, the McFo. The yeah. McFo. It doesn't work at all. No. Yeah, that was a complete distraction. We're gonna we're gonna edit this out. No, we're not. Yeah, I don't. This edit. is gone. No, no, I don't edit. You, nobody has heard this. I, I am not. They're all hearing <laughs> it now. <laughs> well, Steve. So it's a Monday episode, as you know, because you listen faithfully to Doctor and Devotion, and we are in the Baptist Catechism. Question 97. Mm. Now, I sent you the info. You've got it in front of you, right? You've got it. <laughs> it's somewhere here. Oh, Steve. <laughs> you know what? I want everyone to understand. Joey, I want to apologize to you. <laughs> I now understand how you feel when I'm fidgeting and not ready and I'm playing on my phone. I'm- I now understand the frustration that you have. Yeah, that's with, with what I want to do. With Honestly, to- less than five minutes on the podcast with Steve, and I actually understand Joe's frustration with me. Well, when I get paid for this episode, then I'll, you know, put I, in the uh, I believe I gave you a cigar <laughs> and, and a, a Bud Light Seltzer Bud Mango. Light Seltzer. Mango. The worst flavor. <laughs> it is the worst flavor. Can't tell you what it tastes like, but it's not good. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got the Baptist Catechism, question 97. And I'm going to go ahead and read this, and we're going to kind of walk through it, Steve. All right. All right. What is baptism? Baptism is an ordinance of the New Testament instituted by Jesus Christ to be unto the party baptized a sign of his fellowship with him in his death, burial, and resurrection, of his being engrafted into him, of remission of sins, and of his giving up himself unto God through Jesus Christ to live and walk in newness of life. Now, one of the things that we, we keep talking about when we go, come to the Baptist Catechism is the beauty of it, right? How it, it's simplistic, it's concise, it's memorable. Uh, and so there's, it, we have, it's just chalked full here. And so we say baptism is an ordinance of the New Testament instituted by Jesus Christ. So it's not just this made up uh, uh, ritual that we came up with where we just say, hey, you know what? Let's add baptism to our service. Let's add this as like an initiation rite to come into fellowship. Let's make people go through hoops so that they could be, you know, one of us counted mm. as a believer. Right. Yeah. But no, it's something that's instituted by Jesus Christ himself to be unto the party baptized, a sign of his fellowship with him. Right. So the sign of this, this fellowship with Jesus, this communion with Jesus, but it's this sharing, right? When we're talking about that fellowship, it's that sharing of his death, burial and resurrection. Now, Steve, you've, as a pastor, uh, have have baptized others, and you've you've been to baptisms. Uh, what do we mean by that when we're sh- when we talk about it's a sign of his fellowship or his sharing with Jesus in his death, burial, and resurrection? How is that shown in baptism? Yeah, it's interesting. The uh, it's the idea of being uh, a sign. Um, I remember before pastoring when I was in seminary, and there was someone who was ready to get baptized. And, and you so, went to, you went to Southern Seminary, yeah, Southern Seminary. Yeah. It's where I met Joe. Um, and so there was somebody who wanted to get baptized and they were, uh, I guess the best word to say is maybe embarrassed. Like they didn't want to be in the water and have everybody watch them. Ah, yes. I've heard that from a number of people. Yes. And so, you know, they wanted to have a private baptism Mm. and the discussion, it was several seminary students went to this church was how is it then a sign? Like, who is this assigned to? Is it just like a thing between me and you like my Mm. my daughter just got married and she didn't she didn't get the ring put on in private Mm -hmm, she got mm -hmm. put on in public and then you talked about you know what this means and how uh you know this ring is an important symbol of something and 
So, um, you know, as a pastor, just knowing like this is an important time to stand in front of the church or to yeah. be out at, you know, the pool or wherever it might be to make this sign known. Yeah. Yeah. This relationship is begun. Yeah. And I love that you hit on this because this is something that I, I hear often. And, and Nick Batsig and I uh, talked a little bit about it last week because it kind of came up in that in question 96 about the efficacy. But then the this notion of or the effectiveness, I should say, uh, this notion of being private with it. Right. Rather than sharing in public. But it's not just the private public. But you you hit on this. And I think this is really important. It's meant to be part of the local assembly. It's meant to be you know, celebrated in the life of the local church. So it's not, hey, I've got some people over at my house and let's just start dunking, right? Mm. It's, it's meant to be in the assembly for uh, in the midst of God's people witnessing this declaration, right? Mm. Uh, so that's why I kind of struggle. I, 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 so I want to be cautious because I know there's, there's, I'm sure there's people that are listening to this podcast that went on a trip to Jerusalem, you know, I was, just to, thinking, I was thinking about that to, angle. Like, the, let's go to Israel. And let's go to Israel. Do right. Like, but like, uh, I, I, I don't know how I, I personally wouldn't do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I personally wouldn't do it. And I, I you know, I'm, I wouldn't say somebody is not baptized you, because they went to Israel yeah, yeah, and yeah, did, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I want to say if we're encouraging people in baptism, we're wanting to say, come to this, you see this, you know, yeah. witness this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because this is not only instituted by Jesus Christ, but it now brings us into fellowship, and we want that fellowship to be yeah. seen. And so it's this sign, as you said. Now, it's a sign in his death, burial, and resurrection. Now, how is that, like, how have you explained that in the midst of the baptism service in the past? Uh, just standing in the baptistry, I, I think the way I would usually do it is I would stand there, uh, and before they got into the water or maybe right after they would get in, depending on, you know, just which church I was at and mm -hmm, how we did it. Mm -hmm. But uh, just explaining to the congregation that this is this is what baptism does uh, when when we stand in the water, we're in our sins. And when we're below the water, we're, mm -hmm. you know, buried and then we raise again out of a newness of life mm -hmm. and, and how this is the picture of what Jesus did. And so now it's for us and, and, and we get to be a part of that. We get to be. We get to be seen in the same place, position that Jesus was in. Yeah. Um, and, and, I, and like you said, it's that sharing then of, mm. of as we're going down to the water and being brought up to new life, right? Yeah. It's, we're sharing in like in his death and his resurrection. Uh, uh, at, you know, we, at, for us as sinful man, for him as a holy uh, and sinless you know, God man, right? Yeah. Um, I just I, I I love that picture. That's why I love I love like we just had uh, uh, a baptism recently, right over at at Redeemer, and I am always just blown away and encouraged when uh, someone is baptized. Just the as we're talking about this imagery, the sign and the symbolism uh, of of what he's done, and so it goes here: fellowship with him in his death, burial, and resurrection of his being engrafted into him. So we, when you see that word engrafted, what is that like? Yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, um, I, I don't have the full catechism in front of me. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't have, there's a reference note here. Yeah. Do you have that? I'd yeah, like I to, do. I'd like to see what it says. All right. So engrafted into him actually goes to, uh, there's a few verses. I'll, I'll read one here. 
Romans 6, 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of, of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Same thing, Colossians 2.12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead. Uh, and then Galatians 3.27, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. But I think the key for what we're talking about being engrafted into him, I think is is in Romans 6.5 there. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a re- resurrection mm-hmm. like his. Yeah. So this notion of being engrafted into Christ is to be united. It's, it's our union with him that we share in his death, burial, resurrection. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know, the the idea of inheritance comes in in, in my head. Yeah, exp- yeah, yeah expound the, on that. The, I like that. Just the idea of what is, what is his now becomes mine. You know, mm. not that I am... Uh, to partake in the things that are not to be, you know, the, uh, the things that are left for God alone, but the, the way of my relationship uh, into Christ, the way of Christ, even in his baptism, there's something that happens there in which, you know, the father and seeing the son and the response, you know, to, to this event. um, And now that's how God treats me Mm. and the person you know, and whatever they've gone through, all the sins that they've had and, and, and all the struggles that they will continue to have. And they, at that moment of baptism, this picture of being engrafted, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. That union is, and, and it's that union that we kind of, uh, we share together as brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like that, it's something that unites us. It brings us together. But speaking of bringing people together, right. Steve, I don't know if you know this, where are you going to be September 24th and 25th? You could be at the Renovation Church in Syracuse, uh, New York, where the Shepherd, the Flock, Pastor, and Elder Retreat is happening. Now, the retreat is sponsored by Acts 29 North Atlantic and Tithely.com, uh, or Tithe.ly. I'm not sure the, the L, you know, Tithely. Uh, and so they're going to have Dr. Matthew Barrett, and he's a professor of, uh, at Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and founder of Credo Magazine. So this, this retreat, though, is really important because it's designed to enhance the development of elders and pastors in biblically grounded churches in the Northeast region. We anticipate solid practical teaching, margin for rest, and obviously there's going to be some good food, all of which will inspire us to remain faithful to our calling to shepherd the flock. So we have a, a great event here geared towards developing elders and leadership, which I, I think is really important. And so this is for all of you. Uh, for men who currently serve as elders and pastors, staff and non-staff, and are being developed as potential elders in a local church. And so you can get your tickets at renovation315.org shepherd. And here's an added bonus for all of you who sign up between now and Friday, August 20th. You will get Dr. Matthew Barrett's Simply Trinity book for free. Head on over to renovation315.org shepherd to register today. So as we're going through here, the uh, the Baptist Catechism says, sign of, our, of his fellowship with him, so our, one's fellowship with Jesus, in his death, burial, and resurrection, and of us being engrafted into him, so this union with him, but it also says remission of sins 
what do you think the the Baptist Catechism was getting there? And 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 before you answer, I want to go ahead and read a couple of verses that it's highlighting. Is that okay? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, uh, Mark one four. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Acts 2.38, and Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then Acts 22.16, and now, why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. So we talk about the remission of sins. I mean, even in, in the catechism last week. Uh, in, in question 96, it asks, how does, how do baptism and Lord's Supper become effectual means of salvation? And I'm just going to read the answer. Uh, baptism and Lord's Supper become effectual means of salvation, not for any virtue in them or in him that doth administer them, but only by the blessing of Christ. So the work of Christ and the working of the Holy Spirit in those that receive them by faith. So how is it then? What does it mean then in, in now question 97, that is for the remission or of the remission of sins? Uh, the idea is the the cancellation of debt, right? Mm. It is, this is what I have. This is what I carry. Um, I remember I got diagnosed years ago with uh, bulging discs in my upper back, which mm. is not good. I actually woke up this morning in some pain and uh, went to the doctor long ago. And we talked about um, why this would happen, the things that you could do. And everybody sits at computers and, you know, in yeah, cafes yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, um, and the doctor looked at me and said, what kind of stress are you under? And I said, I'm under an awful lot. And they said that almost every time we talk to somebody with back problems, it's like they're carrying the weight mm. of their sins. Of, you know, not the yeah, yeah, yeah. sins, but it's like they're carrying this weight of their problems. And, yeah. um, that's, I think, the idea here is we carry that weight. And through baptism, we have the picture of that being gone, being mm. washed away. I like that. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, so of remission of sins and of his giving up himself unto God through Jesus Christ. So this this dependence, this letting go, right? Uh, for let go and let God. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's this letting go of giving up of himself. So we're we're being united to him in fellowship with him, and we're wholly dependent upon mm. him, right? Yeah. Uh, to live and walk in newness of life. So that's the part I I. I like to stress for, I have to constantly be reminded of for myself is we should be then growing, right? Like as, as we're, as believers, as we're, you know, being sanctified, right? Um, and as we're growing, like we should be living and walking in this newness of life. So everything, because of that image of death, burial, and resurrection, I mean, the old is gone, the new has come, right? Yeah. Uh, we are this, this new creation in Christ, um, and so we walk in that newness of life, which, you know, for a lot of us is, is hard sometimes. Yeah. Right. It's hard in, in the midst of, uh, of trials and temptations in a world that continually, you know, uh, pushes back against us and oppresses us and, um, looks for ways of, of persecuting us. Uh, Romans six, three to four, do not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We are buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in this newness of life. So we have this new life. We are this new creation. It's it's to me. I've I have found great comfort and encouragement in that. Hmm. 
in who I was before is not who I am now. Yeah. Now I struggle and I, 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 I sin and I make mistakes and not make mistakes. I sin, <laughs> I sin. Um, and I, and I fall myself, I find myself falling back into temptation. And yet I still know that because of my union with Christ, because I'm engrafted in him, because I am found in him, because he has claimed me as his own, I have the inheritance that you were referring to this remission of sins. Um, I am called to, I, I, I can, I trust I'm not losing my salvation, but I also know I'm called to live in a manner worthy of the Lord. You know, with uh, when I was pastoring and you'd have a baptism and then we would give them like a baptism certificate, right? Yeah. And it's, it's something that I have on my wall like everybody else does uh, because it's so important. <laughs> Uh, to have that certificate, it's like the it's like the original COVID nineteen, uh, you know, vaccination thing. Is it? Yeah, because you're vaccinated from sin. You know, what um, is wrong with but you? the problem is, is it's not. You can't carry that big one. You know, no. the eight yeah. and a half by eleven one. Yeah. Lifeway. By the way, promo code. Oh no uh, no no stop. Jofo. Nope. Uh, nope. Baptism. Nope. Nothing. Nothing there. Nothing there Lifeway. for us. Dot com. Um, uh, the idea for me is, and, and this is something that I don't do well, but I think I need to do, and I think that we all need to do, is to reflect upon our baptism. To not just say this is something in the past, and and you know now we we simply, uh, which we should do, of course, is confess our sins on a regular basis uh, because He will forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we are to, I think, reflect upon our baptism. We we should wake up in the morning in in a sense going, I've started something else and I still am on that path. Mm. And it's very easy for us, I think, to just go, oh, this is a bad day. I'm, you know, I'd really struggled or I did that one thing that I shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. uh, and instead of going, this is, this is a, a whole different life that I've started. Yes. And I need to keep heading in that direction. Uh, you know, and we talk about sanctification and, yeah. and, and spiritual growth and the disciplines of the spiritual life and all of all of this, uh, you know, the importance of the fellowship of the community. But we should be reminding each other. This is we we did this public sign uh, that Jesus did and the fellowship that we now have with the father uh, and, and through Jesus uh, and the and the power of the Holy Spirit. All of that now is mine and I'm walking forward in to this baptism that is, you know, it's the start of something that still has to be end capped, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. but we know that's coming. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a helpful um, time of reflection for us to, to know that that baptism is a, not just started, but we continue to live as baptized people, as new people. And uh, I'm glad to have that reminder today. No, and I think uh, uh, I share with that Steve, that um, we absolutely need to be reminded constantly uh, of, and that's why I love that it's, it happens in public together in the local assembly, because at that moment, it is that reminder for ourselves uh, that it is not over. It's not one and done, but that God has called us to continue to grow, to be sanctified, to walk into that, uh, walk in the newness of life. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit the store, JoFoStore.com and grab some gear. We got that fresh pottery Monday and Thursday. We got uh, blogs and video content over at the website. And we've got that all access exclusive content. There's Banter of Truth on Tuesdays. And typically there's weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to drvotion.com slash all access to register today. Later. Mm -hmm.